Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Carvana. Carvana. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Fjellectrike. Electrike. AKA Joshua Fjellstead. A couple of cuties. Yeah, they're both feisty and sweet. Yep, I like them. I also think they both look great. This game, woo, it's got like a level of polish on it. I don't know if it's because I'm playing it in a way that perhaps Nintendo didn't intend and wouldn't uh, endorse. Bleep, bleep, bleep all that. <laughs> <laughs> but these sprite, the, this game looks so good. No, it, it does look good. That's what I was saying. I think that they did more polish they had more time with the engine where, you know, X and Y was the first one. Yeah. Where they were trying out this fully 3D environment. And I think all of the tile sets are more detailed. Yeah. Like, Mauville looked great. Nothing looks all that pixelated. Like, everything is like, has this like polish on it. I don't know. It's great. It looks great. What a great looking game. What a good game. And it's clean, but it's not like one of my issues with the designs in the later games, and I I know that this is a whole thing that Pokemon Company gets upset about, which is like, we don't have time to animate all 859 or whatever Pokemon. Yeah, whose fault is that, guy? Well, maybe you don't have so many. Yeah. But second of all, they, they're too polished now in like Sword and Shield. Yeah. And this was still when they had enough time that they could like- Make them do silly little things. Spend a little bit more time detailing them on. They've got some like character to it. Yeah. And I mean, the benefit also of a smaller screen, to be honest. Yeah. You just can't scrutinize it as much when it's fucking three inches or whatever. You can scrutinize it. Yeah. We uh, we were introduced to beauty contests this week, Joshua. We'll get into that in a little bit, but some of those little icons that they put on your little bottom screen- to say like when you're about to miss a move or you've been like startled or whatever. Some of those are pretty hard to see. Pretty small. I Yeah, I mostly even... They really use the space. Miss that, although I did have a good performance at the contest. Oh, yeah. Did you come in first? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Huh. Who'd you come in first with? Madonna, the Taylor. Oh, nice. She won for cool. Coolness factor. That's nice. That's cool. What about you? You're not going to believe it. Whidbey the Lombre won the cute contest. Well, with that gross beak. <laughs> and it's like weird lily pad sombrero. Oh. Yeah, he won the cute contest. First place. Was the audience a bunch of um, Papa Culturas with uh, face blindness? <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe they just felt bad for him. Yeah, pity. You know? Pity win. And he also did some cool shit, you know? Yeah. He was like knocking guys out and like impressing the crowd. You know what it was like? It was like um, Susan Boyle. Oh, yeah. They see this Lombre come out and they're like, they're like, oh, look at this. Look at this dud. Lombre thinks he's got a chance in the Q contest, right? And then he starts belting out like whatever, like Just rain dance. Just <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful sounds. And then the, the like Zubat cowers in the corner and everyone's like, wow. Anyway, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to do the beauty contest later. Right, right. Because we, I think we both spent a lot of time with the beauty contest. As a service to you, the bug catchers, we're going to do a new bonus rule <laughs> for the wedlock season. Yeah. But first, Joshua, let's talk about what this is. It's a Pokemon podcast. We play through each game, gym by gym, week by week. We are playing through season 6C, and this is Joshua's fault. I don't think it's my fault. This is his taxonomy. No. 
Mine is A and B. You're the one who keeps doing the C's and the D's and all of that. Joshua got us here, style. and this is where we are now. We are in they season six. With Sex and the C. City. We had 6A. And Sopranos and Game of Thrones, which are all good. Do you remember what we did for 6A? Pokemon X and Y and Pokemon Go. Do you remember what we did for 6B? No, they're all... Pokemon Go. <laughs> first half of the season. You just wrap now, it all up first half. Now we're in second half. now we are here. As far as I'm concerned. In season 6C. <laughs> thank you, Joshua, for bringing us here. Uh-huh. It's um, welcome. Pokemon Omega, Omega Ruby. Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. That's the proper order. Thank you. I'm playing Omega Ruby and Tanner is playing Alpha Sapphire. Yes. And we've made it through two gyms so far, haven't we, Joshua? Yeah. And the second one, you and I just beat a couple days ago. Yeah. So we're really rattling through them again. Your fault. That's my fault. I'll give you that. That's my fault. I'm going to be in the woods for two weeks. Yeah, but I'm having a blast. Yeah. Last week we took on Brawley. That's right. In um, Duford. Duford town. We had a long, I guess not as long as the first gym, but this is a long leg, medium leg. It was a pretty lengthy leg. Yeah, you think There's you're, a lot you of think you're gonna be there and then you're not there. There wasn't like a ton of shit going on. It was just like we were bebopping and scotting all around this map. Yeah, we really had to go on a journey north. And it started with Mr. Briny, who gave us the choice. He said, take the blue pill, you go back to your safe life in mainland Hoenn, back to your daddy. Mm-hmm. You take the red pill, I'll show you a new route and a new a new place you've never thought of before and a new existence and a new way of life you've never thought of before. Where, where do you want to go? But we already have an answer to that because Devoncourt boss, Mr. Stone, mm-hmm has sent us on a mission to send the Devon parts to Captain Stein in Slateport City. Slateport City. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Slateport City is a hell of a town. It is a hell of a town. So, yeah, those are the two options. You can either go back to your safe life or you can take the red pill and go to Slate, Slateport City. And I took the red pill, Josh. I took the red pill. And I woke up in, like, some goo. Oh, my God. And I was all hooked up to wires. And I was, like, you know, a big wall of other people in goo. Jesus. That's what it felt like when you beach on Slateport Shore and all of a sudden, like, you think you're in a town. It's like, hey, welcome to Slateport City. Here's a million trainers you have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and you're covered in tentacle goo. And the only way you can ever go heal is if you get back on that boat with Captain Briny and go back to Duford Town and go back to their Pokemon Center, which is a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you get into the battles, yes. Because you're playing a fucking Nuzlocke season and you don't want anyone to die. And the only way to get soda pops on the beach is that you have to beat all these trainers because the proprietor won't sell you anything unless you can prove your metal. Yeah. So you got to beat up all these little babies and like their parents. And they're all and babies. Like One like Burly sailors. <laughs> <laughs> they really just throw them at you, huh? There's just a ton of trainers out here. And then you go into the house, the like little house out on the, the sea. And it's even more people who want to fight you. Yeah, the seashore house. And they don't. it's like they don't know you're doing a modified Nuzlocke season, you know? I can't just be burning through Pokemon. No. Just get me to Slateport City. And I don't have that much money, so I can't just buy a bunch of potions? Oh, and they really hosed us this season, haven't they, Joshua? We'll get to we'll get to the the food court at Oh in Mauville. Mauville City. Oh. We had something beautiful last season. Two seasons ago, sorry. One season, half a season ago, half a season. 
We had something beautiful with Cafe La Yeah back in X and Y. La Yeah was really where it was at. La Na, way too limited menu. And La Wow was was too up its own. A little too rich. Yeah, La Yeah is where it was at. We're on the beach. We're in the beach house, and we're making our way north, Joshua, to Slateport City. Slateport. Slateport City, as you say. Yes. Beautiful town. Beautiful seaside city. It has everything. A lighthouse, a museum, beautiful museum. Exquisite display cases. Yeah. Uh, contest hall, a flea market. The flea market is great. Like anything you want to buy, you can get at the flea market, except a bunch of stuff isn't open yet. And for international listeners, they don't have fleas there. It's an open air market. Perfect. Yeah. Just making sure. For all of our Italian listeners. Yeah, all the, all the Italians you've brought on this season. With <laughs> the, your... All the French and the Italians <laughs> from the from the first part of the season and now this one. <laughs> but Southport's great. The only problem is it's full of riffraff this time of year. All these boys in blue. It's like fucking Fleet Week here in Slateport City for me. Yeah. You're just trying to get a drink at a bar in the Lower East Side that uh, I, I think was called Doc Holidays. I can't quite remember. That's right. Yeah, I think that's right. You're just trying. You're there on a on a Friday night, just trying to get a drink, and all these fucking sailors come in, just trying to look for a little shore leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got that. <laughs> they got that super rod. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the whole vibe just changes, and you're out of there, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. Being in Slateport City. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, because T-Mock was here. There's a ton of T-Mock guys. For me. Yeah, yeah. they cutely like line up trying to go into the museum. They're trying to get into the Oceanic Museum. They're causing a lot of chaos. You first have a mission though, Joshua. I do at least. Um, My guy who's called. Admiral Admiral Squirt. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to remember my rank. Admiral Squirt must really feel at home here can't he just boss captain stern and everybody around it's it's not um it's not military it's a private militia he's a private admiral no pri- admiral squirt is in is the captain of the polka earth sea fleet okay captain stern is part of a private militia oh yeah he's a private enterprise yeah a private enterprise but they do have they do have an armed militia the oceanic institute that runs a museum I, yeah i can see it First, we have to go deliver the engine parts to Captain Stern. So we go to his lab. And he's not there. Where he does all his submarine work, and he's not there. You're told that he's at the Oceanic Museum. Yeah. So we make our way up there, and this is where it's like Doc Holliday's on a Friday night. There's just Team Aqua grunts everywhere. And they're being respectful. They're like just checking out the exhibits. They are surprisingly <laughs> respectful. Yeah. They'll like tell you cool things about them. They're like, look at this. Isn't this fascinating? It's like, that is fascinating. They're admiring the extremely detailed ship models. Yeah. There's one of Hoenn. I love those topographical 3D maps, you know? Yeah, they look great. They had a, um, a big model of the SS Tidal that Stern Shipyard's working on. It even had a little, like, sunken 
you know, like wow, you genuinely like like this museum as a museum. Yeah, well, I just thought it was a nice. <laughs> I'm like up on my soapbox this season about how well they've been doing the display cases ever since Lumios. Oh yeah, and I just think this museum is the best one we've seen of its like caliber when it's not like a fossil museum, you know, because we were talking about Roxanne's earlier. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But they have like a little pit with seats and then a big screen TV and it's talking about how like the person who's like narrating this explanatory video looks like a guy with crazy hair and like could be a mad scientist. I'm like, that's exactly what is going on at like museums all the time. It's like there's just some (laughs) video with some guy that they shot like speaking in the 70s and then they just keep running it for 40 years. (laughs) Like not like camera trained you know right doesn't have any media training yeah they're like some scientists we need somebody who could just talk about ships for an hour yeah and just won't stop god i wish that was me for anything don't you wish that was you sometimes yeah are you that about something i guess podcasting i mean or like you do it and it's your job like i could probably just rattle off a bunch of stuff about like the victorian era but but or like world war ii but that's so basic you can never be a talking head on a, in a museum about it though no i would be outclassed immediately i'm still an amateur that's what i want to be someday about mm, elder scrolls lore still you gotta bring back that latent ambition i know it's my life's work i still Um, spend more time than i should on like i follow two or three accounts on twitter that are like lore elder scrolls lore accounts someone just gotta take the reins of that thing and i'll just click through shit yeah i'm like this is so fun and it's a mess because no one i don't think anyone owns it it needs its own black library which is the private publishing house that warhammer has where they publish all their own books and develop all their own lore. Wow. They've got it all figured out, that 40-year-old mega international company that's had a, a huge amount of success. Pitch it. That's a free one for Bethesda. We're here at the Oceanic Museum. We're, go- we're, we're headed upstairs. Downstairs is great. We saw a lot of beautiful exhibits, but we need to go upstairs now. Mm-hmm. There's a man in the corner admiring an, an exhibit, and we approach him um, and say, excuse me, sir, are you Captain Stern? And he says, yes, and you give him the Devon parts, and then you're immediately attacked, of course, by Team Aqua. couple of little lousy grunts. So I was running the same team I had from the, the gym when I came in here, Joshua, into the um, Oceanic Museum. Yeah. And I don't know. Things felt like they were going well. I feel like everyone was well-leveled. That's what I thought, too. I wasn't having a lot of trouble in the um, battles that I was having up until this point, but... Right. Team Aqua came out and there, you know, it was just a couple grunts. I think they had like a Carvana and something equally like maybe like <laughs> a Pusciana. Yeah, Zubat. And the Carvana comes out and leading my team, of course, was um, Surskit, my second Surskit. <laughs> of course, that's the team leader, yeah. I lost Bass Brook, unfortunately, rest in pedals, Bass Brook. R.I.P. But Batterson is here and I'm just trying to get it leveled up to a, a masquerade. What level does it evolve? <laughs> not not 19. <laughs> Surprising. I was getting a little tired of Surskit and I was pretty excited about seeing what masquerade had to offer. Not much. But Carvana one hit KO'd it. <laughs> and I can't remember with what move. But <laughs> like bite like what do they even have maybe bite but batterson my surskit <laughs> level 19 surskit died to a one-hit ko <laughs> oh, from this dude's carvana 
And I just, I'll say now, I have prepared a song. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, I have prepared a song, but I will say now, I am done in this game and forever with the Surskit evolutionary line. Yeah, yeah, I would probably swear it off at this point. They've disappointed me <laughs> twice now. Well, in, in innumerable ways, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, are you singing now or are you going to wait? Yeah, I'm going to sing right now. Is that okay with you? Okay. No, yeah, yeah. I might, um, oh, yeah, just sing. I mean, maybe I suffered a loss. Maybe I suffered a surprising loss here as well. Oh, well, then that'll be, that'll be beautiful. Everyone gets double serenaded. I might save my song. I might not be done. Okay. <laughs> with losses. I, uh, this is my one loss of the week, so. Okay, okay. Um, I just have to find where I put my song. <laughs> well, having to pen a parody song and then sing that song about a surskit is one of the darker moments of this podcast for the second time <laughs> sir skit sir shit <sighs> okay joshua um i've prepared a song a <sighs> should i get out my lighter melodic eulogy i'll get it just in case to batterson the fallen sir skit and um, I'm gonna sing it now. Okay. It's to a 90s hit that you, maybe you haven't heard of and maybe most of our listeners haven't heard of, but look it up. I think our demographics are pretty strongly in the 27 to 35 range. Perfect, then they'll love it. So probably, yeah. All right, here we go. You put yourself up for replacement. Yes, I think you know it's true. Situations where it's easy to one-hit kill you I think you like to be the victim I think you like to be in pain I think you make yourself a victim Almost every time I game You do what you do Use moves that I say You try to be everything to everyone you know all the right TMs, you play all the right games, you always try to live, but now you're Dan Batterson. Yeah, yeah, you died again. Yeah, I won't run Surskit again. Okay. All right. Everclear's everything to everyone. Everclear, yeah. Had the Everclear cadence. Yeah. That I know from a uh, father of mine. Yeah. It's more of my tune. Rest in pedals, Everclear. Rest in pedals, Everclear, and rest in pedals. I already forgot its name. Batterson, the piece of shit, Sarskit. <laughs> Worst evolutionary line ever. Surely it's shit. That's what they say about Sarskit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've heard that. I've heard them say that about Surskit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they say. Uh, so yeah, these fucking grunts. I don't know where I'm they sorry, sorry for where they loss. came from, but they took out a young, a young promising Pokemon who showed a lot of spirit. <laughs> promising, doing a lot of work there. Uh, can I tell you about my first loss? Yeah. of this leg. Here, I was working on my Puchina <laughs> when I was. Wandering around the Oceanic Museum. Charlize? Charlize. Before she could even become a monster, we were roaming around. We gave the parts to Captain Stern. We're having a nice chat. And then a couple of Team Magma grunts strutted up. Yeah. And they were wielding a Zubat and a Nummel. 
Well, like, fine, no more, whatever. I think those are our version exclusives too. Unfortunately, I still, I've never gotten to run a Carvana or a Sharpedo and it eludes me once again. Jamie decided I can use Carvana because we bought our first car from Carvana and she liked the experience. She has an affinity for Carvana. But Sharpedo, off the table. <laughs> oh, no Sharpedo? So, whatever. You got plenty of other good Pokemon to choose from. They are not a version exclusive, actually, so I could do it. Oh, really? As well. Although, actually, what did Bobby say? They're both enough <laughs> for me. So they're not like attractive. Carvana and Sharpedo elude me once again. They're cool. They're not like they're very cool. So you know, it's not cool. The flame burst that the Numble sicked out on so my Pugina Charlize. Is it like scripted? I mean, it almost seems like it. Like, does that fucking, are we supposed to be like intimidated by these like Team Magma and Team Aqua grunts? I don't remember this happening when we played Ruby and Sapphire. How, how, uh, what, what level is your Pugina at? I think 16. Like the, same level as the fucking Numble. Right? There's no reason that it should be getting. Mine was 19. One hit KO'd by a flame burst. I have no idea. What? Maybe it's scripted. I think it's scripted. Maybe it is in this. It That would be really funny. So, Puccina, who was not going to be allowed to evolve into Mighty Ina anyway, is dead. R.I.P. Charlize Theron. R.I.P. <laughs> And I'm not going to sing quite yet because there might be more ahead. Oh, Jesus. Fucking bloodbath for you this week, huh? Yeah. Already bad that you lost your Pucciana. What a cutie. <laughs> it gets worse. So Pucciana had a, had a uh, limited time span <laughs> in the first place. After um, donating Surskit's body to the museum and defeating these Team Aqua grunts, or Team Magma grunts in your case, um, were confronted by... Some clown called Archie. <laughs> yeah. He's the head of Team Aqua. Who's yours? Mine is uh, Maxi, I think. Oh, right. Maxi. Yeah. Maxi. Walks up like military posture with the hands behind the back. And he's like looking around like disapprovingly, even though his grunt just killed one of my Pokemon in cold blood in the middle of a museum. And he's still not impressed with his team. But then we smoked him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we pulled through. <laughs> um. That's cool. Team Aqua leader Archie looks like a fucking, like, I don't know, pirate clown. Yeah, he still looks like a joke. He's like Aquaman, but also a pirate, but also like uh, Phelps. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Phelps. <laughs> Very skin tight, ready to uh, do some laps in the Olympic Yeah, pool. really sail through that water. Um, nothing nothing like the uh, the sort of like, I don't know, what do you want to call Maxie's look? I would almost say European. <laughs> he looks like a German. Yeah, it's sort of like Euro <laughs> trash. <laughs> like, it's hard to take Archie seriously, and he like I don't know. He like delivers some threat to you. They're trying to get their hands on these Devon parts because they're parts to a submarine that Captain Stern is trying to use to do something. But they want it because they want to sink the Earth down into the water to reclaim the habitat for water Pokemon everywhere. And uh, Magma wants to create more land to exploit it of its natural resources for the betterment of humans. Wait, is that always been the thing? Yeah. I thought Team Magma's thing was they were trying to reclaim land for land Pokemon. Is that it? Maybe that's it. If not, Team Aqua's so much more virtuous than Team Magma. Well, they definitely want natural resources. Oh, yeah. Maybe they also want more land for people and poke land Pokemon. Yeah. But... Uh, 
you know, either way, both plans are kookaloony, but like at least it's straightforward. Yeah. More land, less land. Fine. The best part of Slateport City mm-hmm. and uh, the best part of our leg this week is coming up next because when you try to head north out of Slateport City, you've delivered the goods. You're done. You can go wherever you want. You can go back to Mr. Briny if you want. Go back to your daddy. Take the blue pill. But that's not what I did. You pushed through even after your debilitating loss of the second Surskin. Yeah, I took someone else out of the box and started training them instead. I think it was the new Zubat I caught. <laughs> <laughs> I head north towards Route 110 because I want to see, you know, the, the next gym is, is northward. It's up in uh, Mauville City, which is north of here. Mm-hmm. But before I can step outside the, the city gate, I'm stopped by um, Lysia. Lysia? Is that her name? Quite aggressively. Yeah, she's pretty aggressive. Her name sounds like a like a S- an STD chicken, like a chicken, a raw chicken, like <laughs> pathogen. Oh, like a salmonella kind of yeah. a thing. I was going STD, but sure. She stops you and she's like, "Have you ever heard of contests?" It's like, "Yes, Licia, I have heard of contests. I fucking hate them." And she said, "Well, good news. It's the wedlock season, and we have a new bonus rule where you have to do the contests." And you have to beat them. Yeah, we're finally just going to force ourselves to do it. And I'm not even sure what beating them means at this point yet, bug catchers. I'm going to be totally honest. We've just started to engage with the contest. I don't know what the end game is Maybe with the contest. Maybe we're making a big mistake. That's one of the things we're known for, but aside from being podcast titans. This is a bonus rule that you can, if you're playing along with us by wedlock rules, you can choose to engage with or ignore. But Josh and I, well, not Josh and I, but Admiral Stern and... Um, Admiral Squirt. Papa Italiano will be... <laughs> Admiral Squirt and Papa Cultura. <laughs> what did I say? Admiral Stern... <laughs> Admiral, Admiral, Admiral Stern and uh, Papa Italiano. <laughs> Close enough. They're alter egos. It, actually, that's who they... Um, that's their uh, their stage names. Yeah, is of Admiral Stern and Papa Italiano. (laughs) So you revealed it a little earlier than I was. Admiral Squirt and Papa Cultura. Now I don't remember what I was fucking saying. (laughs) Have committed themselves to beating the contest. Yeah, whatever that means. Somehow we don't know what that means, but we're going to be trying to ascend the. Tell me, Joshua, about your first run on the catwalk. Well, after after this break, slamming a. For so long. You can tell me about slamming A after this break. Joshua, welcome to the contest spectacular hall. Licia will be your guide. Licia. Very long cutscene. I'm making a conscious effort to not slam A, but I slammed A. Yeah. This scene was so long. It's like reporters, like camera people uh crowd she's trying to find like the next big star hoen's got talent naturally she gravitated toward papa cultura yeah she looked at like a older italian man and she was like that's it this is the guy yeah she sees like a retired sea captain (laughs) like holding the the body of a dead (laughs) surski like it's like little limbs just sort of like slack she sees it the surskit's limbs like draped like disgustingly over your shoulders yeah and she's like 
oh, I love your costume. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a burial. Let's see. Yeah, she walks you through the whole process. She gives you a contest pass. She gives you a poke block kit, which you can use to make little poke blocks out of berries, which um, improve your stats somehow. I haven't done that still. I still haven't done the poke blocks contest either yet. Um, I haven't needed to. <laughs> Uh, I haven't either. So, so I'm already winning. Uh, me and me and Lone Bray are already winning cute contests without the need of Pokeblocks, actually. And me and Taylor are winning those cool contests. Though I will say, I think it gets much harder, and I think um, Lone Bray is not. The, he's the not best. in the upper echelons of the cute contest. Cute choice. <laughs> yeah. I will say, and given I have really never made an effort, <laughs> much of an effort, yeah, to try to do any of these contests, but this feels like the most streamlined they've gotten it to other than the exposition that took yeah 15 minutes seemingly yeah it's sort of battle like in its setup and it's kind of an interesting little game and and mechanic um i guess it's also pretty frustrating and also like you're just sort of at the whim of like whatever move the other pokemon use oftentimes maybe it gets a little bit more strategic later on but should we ex- describe how it works for the bug catchers because i think like us most of them have never done a contest before sure what you do is you submit a, a pokemon there's one of four contests there's the cute cool clever beautiful is that it yeah that's probably it and then you submit a pokemon and there's a contest where three other pokemon and three other trainers are involved and every round, everyone picks one move, and the moves do different things. They have different, like, coolness factors or, like, cute factors. So your Pokemon will have an intrinsic value based on its category, and that's what I believe the Pokeblocks improve, because it's, like, literally the sheen, like, what the Pokemon looks like yeah. is the baseline judging. And then each round... And there's what, four? There's at least four. I can't really remember. You use a move and every move also has, each one has a category attached to it. So my Talo, for example, all of its moves happen to be cool. Oh, that is cool. And it was Aerial Ace, Steel Wing, Quick Attack, and... I don't remember what the other doesn't matter. But they were also, they're all cool. Yeah. And they all have little like tool tips you're using the moves, but you're not attacking other Pokemon, but they do interact with the other Pokemon's moves or its own moves. So like Quick Attack's little tooltip was it's only like one or two hearts. So they're all ranked out of like, you know, a certain number of hearts and hearts are like how cool or cute or beautiful or whatever the move is. Right. And Quick Attack was like one or two, but its tooltip was your Pokemon will then go first in the next round. Right. And then I noticed that I think Steel Wing, its tooltip said, if it goes first, this move is extra cool or something. Yeah, so there's this synergy between moves. And so you have to chain them together. But also like all the other three Pokemon who are battling against you in this contest also have access to those moves. Right. Their own moves that they're that do their own things. And it's totally unpredictable. That's where it gets a little chancy because like sometimes you'll get knocked to the back of the pack and then get like you'll be too scared to do anything and then you just don't earn any hearts that round and you've essentially like lost. So there's a little bit of like chance. There's a little bit of RNG, but you can really find these fun little like 
moments of synergy between moves to like do big things like jump to the top of the queue and then spook everyone behind you right it's fun it's kind of fun i liked it more than i've liked contests before and i guess we're gonna try it i'm a super rank no now. we're not gonna try it we're not gonna try it we have to beat it <laughs> we're gonna do it we're gonna become master ranked we're just gonna do it somehow yeah seeing a lot of hearts on this little chart on bulbapedia that you have to get yeah it's gonna be a real pain in the ass <laughs> the other thing is what i figured out josh is once you do a contest you leave and you know lisi is like oh thank you please do more we're trying to make it a thing and then a breeder yuck comes out and is like hey i, I bred you a special pikachu that wears a little costume yeah i needed a special little outfit <laughs> just for you <laughs> do you want it and it's like i guess and then you go and consult your list and Pikachu's not on it. <laughs> so you say, I guess not. Can we sidebar for a second here? Yeah. Jamie didn't put Pikachu on the no, list. No, she didn't put Pikachu on the list. You were texting me about this earlier. <laughs> because I think there's a lot to do with cosplay Pikachu. First thing is, I think he is the easy mode for contests. I think you can use him to win any contest. Okay. Second thing is, yes, Jamie did not put him on my list. Right, you? No. Her rationale was... He's too played out. So played. Overplayed. That's what I expected. I was like, I don't know what other reason there could be other than to be contrarian. But not even Raichu. Raichu's out too. Yeah, I don't know why. All right. Respect. Third thing about cosplay Pikachu. Uh -huh. He's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, wow. Coming out swinging. The costumes look so stupid. <laughs> Why do they, why are they so like elaborate? There's like not enough like real estate on that tiny little Pikachu to be having like, oh my God, bell of the ball costumes. And also the costumes are just like dumb. They look so dumb. Pikachu looks so dumb in these costumes. Whoa. I think I got Rockstar. How do you get these other ones? If you go back into the dressing room, the breeder is waiting there by the dresser and you can ask, ask her to change Pikachu into any of the other costumes. Oh, they get worse. They get I mean, so bad. All, the Bell one is sort of funny because it kind of looks like the Pope. <laughs> That's the one I, tur I turned him into and went and won a beauty contest and then realized I couldn't have Pikachu and, and released the Pikachu. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's cool, beautiful, cute, clever, and tough. Yeah, there's five categories. Pikachu PhD, that is a mess. That is a Pikachu mess. PhD is the worst one. I think Pikachu Libre is like, maybe the only one. It's got a wig one. with like bad bangs. I think Pikachu Libre is maybe the only one that is redeemable in any way. Sure. The other four are fucking terrible. And I think yeah, it's really the worst bad. one by far is Pikachu Popstar. Yeah, Pikachu Popstar is heinous. They look so bad. God, I don't know which one I hate the most. I think I hate Pikachu PhD. Yeah, P Pikachu PhD is really bad. It has like braids for some reason. It's aggravating. I hate that it has braids. And why like... did they, why'd they give it braids? <laughs> like a graduation cap? Like the graduation like... cap's fine. Just do that. <laughs> why'd you also give it little pigtail braids? And like the swirly... Glasses? Yeah, that's a fucking Glasses mess. Glasses like sucks. that loser in Pokemon... XD Gale of Darkness. Yeah, I think these are terrible. <laughs> they just Man, look terrible. Man, these are really bad. And they they're really just so are. intricate. Why so much detail? There's just not they enough really room. 
They really screwed the Pucciana on this one, huh? So bad. They look so bad. Yeah, it is. It's way too much shit that's all crammed into like... One tiny little Pikachu. How tall is Pikachu? Like one yeah. foot? Joshua, we still have a whole route and a whole city to go through. So let's oh make God. our way northward. We're into the contest now. We're doing them. We're doing it and we uh, we like it. I'm not going to say we love it, but it's fine. I didn't go to Trick House. I forgot about it. Oh, I went to Trick House. Did you? Yeah. It's the same as always. I mean, it's, you know, this freak who owns a house where he sets up little puzzles and he ensnares passersby into it. And then seemingly, if you don't get out, you get trapped there forever. Like that Austrian guy who put his family in the basement yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did I make that joke in uh, in season three? I Maybe. hope not. One of us probably did. <laughs> but anyway, like one of the little youngsters in here is like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm in this weird house and I can't find my way out. And then you like beat up his, you know, whatever Pokemon. And then you're like, like, all right, one line of defense. See, uh, nah, I don't know how to get out either. And then you trapped in this madman's snare. Find the, (laughs) yeah, he, he just traps people in there. And then we were smart enough. And you have to praise him, right? You have to like say how much you love him. Yeah. So then you, you have to find a scroll in the various puzzles. And then the code gets you out of the back. And then you find the trick house master there yeah the code this time was trick master is beautiful <laughs> so you have to your character papa cultura had to say trick master is a beautiful to get out and then uh you get uh basically crap what did i get an expert belt oh cool that's not that bad that's actually great strengthens super effective attacks so that one was actually pretty good not crap at all that seems awesome. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, but yeah, that's Trick House. I will keep going back. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, he's a freak and he should probably be locked up. But Yeah, I just missed it. I like Trick House. I think it's fun. Northward, Route 110. It's the big route where it's like a lot of Mon and trainers on the lower route. And then the cycling route is on like an elevated highway above you that you can kind of constantly see it above you in the, in the route. But yeah, the lower route here, the catching route, as I like to call it, uh, if you fire up the little Pokenav on your southern screen of the two screens on your 3DS, mm-hmm. is just swimming with Pokemon. There's little silhouettes on that little Pokenav screen that I've never even, I, I don't even know who some of them are. And I've played this game. Wow. I think this is going to be a good catching route. And your little, like, your little sneaky radar thing works really well here. At some point, like a level 23 Electrike attacked me. Oh. Or if I I jumped on it in the in the brush, but I couldn't catch it. Oh, that reminds me. I think it had like something. cool. I think it had a cool move. It probably did. Yeah, that reminded me. There was something else that happened to me in the trick house. Oh, really? I suffered a loss in the trick house. God, my electric. You had an electric. Never even got to introduce my electric because it got killed in the trick house by Battle Girls Metatite. It was Lady Gaga. Wow. Lady Gaga, Papa Cultura was so excited to meet another Italiano. <laughs> yeah. What's her real name? Stephanie Germanata. That's a shame. Is Menectric on Bobby's list too? Yep. Wow. That's a good get. So I'm going to withhold my song because maybe Jesus. there's one more thing to say, but uh, Lady Gaga Massacre. will be, I'll say now, Lady Gaga will be serenading later it's like a fucking chop house this week over on papa cultura's trick house was a chop house uh r.i.p lady gaga the electric 
hardly knew you. Well, I can't catch it anyway. It's not on Jamie's list, nor is Manectric. Come on. So I just had to leave this OP one behind on Route 110. Well, I had another terrifying battle. Scary week for you. They send us on these fucking journeys. This is like the beach on Slateport City. It's like yeah. they send us far away from Pokemon centers, and then like you have to go through tall grass and shit to get back to them. And it's like, I don't have... Like, sometimes... Well, <laughs> I guess I'll say this now. Geodude, my Geodude, who I will introduce to you, mm-hmm. has rollout, which is a great move, but sometimes gets a little dicey when you're stuck in rollout and you can't heal. Oh, yeah. That's such a gamble in this play style. So, like, you're running back to Slateport City to heal your Geodude who has three hit points and you keep running into fucking, like, zigzagoons. It's like, get out of my way. Yeah. They do this to us a lot in this game. Yeah, there's like the western part of Route 103 is here that you can go down, and I went down that, and then I had to go back to Slateport and heal too. Like, oh yeah, it's like all trainers. There were multiple parts where multiple Pokemon almost died. I mean, here May, it's the iconic moment in the middle of the land bridge on Route 110 when you're just like, I remembered this time, but you're wandering around, and then now it does it really like cinematically, where the camera is, you know, looking bird's eye view. Yeah, and then it swoops down, and then you see May, May off in the distance, and the only way forward is to fight her. And uh, I was like, yeah, I know that this is like one of those moments that is like very well. It's like a meme in Pokemon at this point. But I was like, that's fine. Like, what she got? She's just got. A Shroomish and a Whalmer, but then that Combuskin, which I forgot, is fighting type already, fire and fighting. Oh, yeah. I thought that only happened with Blaziken. Yeah. And it kicked its little feet and did a double kick on my Loudrid. Smoked. And it got it down to one hit point. And then I yanked it out. It lived. <sighs> but like, I almost lost another Pokemon here. Yeah. <sighs> May didn't give me any trouble, although um, I think I got caught in a rollout loop in Grovile and almost lost it. Oh. But yeah, Destroyer. Slugma? You're dealing with fucking Admiral Squirt, May. Might as well just chuck it into the water. Yeah, just throw it in the water. <laughs> Flightless. Um, can I talk about one other Pokemon? Yeah, please. On Route 110? Please. Because the one one light that kept Papacultura and and Josh Fielstad going was Joshy Sweetie mm. Iran. About damn time. Isn't it? Yeah. I think we're both having this like Pokemon Go is influencing us now on the side. Yeah. Because Aaron, like, I mean, I love the Aaron, line. Aaron, Aaron, I love the whole line. I have. Line is great. Four three star Agrons. They're all my gym babies. There's Gym Rat. I desperately want a three star Aaron. I have so many candies and I just don't have any talent to use them on. Well, I have four. There's this is my gym. There's Jim Rat. There's, um, I don't know. They're all named Jim something because I just park them in gyms. No one ever touches them. So I'll say 3D has been very kind to Aaron, and I mean the whole line has always looked good, but uh, it really brings it to life. I think Bobby, who selected Aaron as being on the list, obviously couldn't have said it better. My favorite thing about Aaron is that he has he's extremely sweet. Look at those eyes and look at those little. His little legs and his little face, well, his big face, it's, it's 
disproportionate to the rest of his body, like a cute like cat or a puppy or something, or even like a baby human or something. There's a cute disproportionate sweetness that I like. And another thing I like about him is that you can tell it's that like temporary sweetness. You know he's going to grow up and be disgusting, like Laron or Agron or whatever it is. And I like that he's this like fleetingly sweet creature. You have to really treasure him while he's sweet before he becomes disgusting. Which was essentially focused on how it's very sweet, how disproportionate his body is, yeah. big head, tiny little stub legs, giant eyes. Yep. And then also it's fun that like you can kind of tell that like things go south from here, like this thing's going to turn into a big bad boy. Yeah, you can easily, it's the, it's the like kind that. of early evolution where you're like, you can tell this is going to shape up into something. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, Rocco in Rocco's, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, his dog, Spunky. Oh, yeah. Kind of looks like Aaron. He does look like That's Aaron. another thing for, uh, we're talking about 90s kids. Same shape. Yeah, and I love that show, so. Welcome to beautiful Marvel City, Joshua. Welcome. Marvel City is sort of this, like, I don't know, it's like whatever that, like, walled city of... Malaysia is where like or wherever it is Hong it's Kong. like Macau yeah it's one giant like seemingly casino <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's although it's all self-contained there's the casino is closed the first floor the, the casino is closed the first floor is all shops most of which are closed the game corner um not most of which several of which are closed and actually that's my trainer danger oh You're walking around. You're just checking out some of the shops. You know what? What? What, what does everyone have to buy? Ribbons for a million dollars? No, thank you. Yeah, because it's laid out like a big mall, basically. Yeah, is the city. Uh, mirrors that have something to do with thunderous. No, thank you. No, I don't need that. <laughs> and then there's a man sort of standing like longingly outside of a boarded up shop with a little sign on the the door. And you approach him, and he says, "I used to run a business over here." And uh, it closed for reasons you don't need to know about. Mm. I found that quite troubling. And then well. he hands you three Pokemon sex dolls. <laughs> a Mudkip, a Torchic, and a Trico. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, well, you've said more than you, you can possibly know, sir. <laughs> I, think, I think I can piece it together, guy. <laughs> And now we've got contraband. He unloaded the contraband on us. Yeah, now we're fucking like carriers. We're like mules for these fucking like disgusting love dolls. Or not. Not disgusting. Sorry, we're sex positive. If that's what you like to do, that's cool. We're not going to yuck any yums. It's not Papa Cultura's thing. Uh, That's not hurting anyone. (laughs) You're creating jobs. Congratulations. You're actually helping the economy. So you want the game corner to open back up. I would love that, honestly. Yeah. And catch a little Porygon. Yeah, that would be... It's on the list. That would be nice. Porygon is on my list as well. But no, it's closed. Uh, walking around, there's just, there's all sorts of shit here. I don't know what Pokemiles are, but you can trade in Pokemiles for pretty cool prizes. You just accumulate them naturally. I had 14 already. I already had 14 too. Weird. Well, that's funny. Does this have anything to do with the little like Pikachu pedometer that you could buy at one point? Yeah. Hmm. They used it in X and Y as well, and I forget what it was called. I have to look into that. Eh. Nothing I love more than a peripheral. <laughs> a peripheral that works for one game. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm also not even using it. On and a, costs $30. A thing that will connect to the peripheral anyway. So 
Right. Continuing to walk around a little bit, there's more to see to do in Ma- in Mauville City Mall here. You got the Rydell's bikes. Get a bike. Yeah. Go to Rydell's, get a bike. You go mock or acro? Mock. Acro. Really? I don't need all that speed. I'd rather be able to like whip it out and go up the side of a cliff or whatever. Honestly, man, I'm doing so much fucking hunting. Rarely on my bike anyway. It's for when I need to hightail. I could see that. I could see that. Maybe I'll switch to acro for the climbing though. Right? I think so. I missed the bike that we had. What was, was it the next gen after Hoenn that had the bike that could just do both? Yeah, I think so. What was that? Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. Well, platinum for us, but yeah. Platinum. That's how it should be. Yeah. Multiple gears on this bike, Rydell. Come on. No wonder you're giving them away for free. It's like outdated technology. I went upstairs. You're not allowed into the apartments, obviously. It's people live there. Although you can kind of see into them. I wonder if we're going to be able to get access somehow. There's like people in there. There's the Mauville Hills, which is where all of the like elites live. And we can't access the elevator because we're the hoi polloi. You can look in from the stairway, but you're ultimately just shunted up to the roof where you can talk to more riffraff, including my trainer banger of the week. Wow. Yeah, I have both. Double header. There's a man up here on the roof who, when you approach him and talk to him, he'll say, hey, I have a metronome that was used by a famous musician. Oh, yeah. Do you want to buy it for $1,000? Yes. And I said, yeah, of course I do. And he said, okay, something you should know. Now that you've given me the $1,000 and I've given you the metronome, <laughs> the famous musician was me. No autographs, though. Yeah, no. I, and no, no returns. <laughs> and I could have just given it to you, but, you know, that's capitalism, baby. Yeah. But you know what? It's kind of a cool held item. If you keep using the same move over and over again, it it empowers the move by 0.1x every time, up to 2x. Yeah, I used it in X and Y with my Venusaur at one point when it had um, pedal dance. Yeah. I like Metronome. I was disappointed to learn it doesn't work with rollout. It's every time you select a move from the menu, so rollout doesn't count. Well, then I guess... That wasn't always working with pedal dance then either, huh? I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Rollout's really a a double-edged sword for me anyway, so maybe I should take it off my Geodude before I have to sing about, like, whatever. Um, I can't write parody songs on the fly. No. Who can? It takes a while. Joshua, one other landmark I want to talk about before we go take on Watson. Late on me, Stringby. The cafeteria. The food court. Oh, yeah. Cafe Le Yeah, it is not, although it follows the same structure. You go in, you can shop at one of three restaurants. The only one that you have access to the first time is the subs restaurant. And even when, even then, you buy a sub and they're like, sorry, the bread's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't, did they say that in yours too? Uh, yeah, something like that. She's like, like that. the bread is like pretty stale. Um, but you go to the counter. It's not their best. They're not sandwich artists. Yeah. There's a single battle restaurant, a double battle restaurant, a triple battle restaurant. You buy a meal and you go and sit down and for five turns, trainers will come and try to steal your seat. Yeah. And then your buzzer goes off and you can go get your meal and eat it. But you have to defend your seat for five turns. Same setup as Cafe Le Yeah, except there's no prize payout at the end. I think you can get a nugget, I'm seeing, if you time it just right. Oh, because you get cash from winning the battles so it's still like a little lucrative and you get experience yeah so it's a good training mechanic but um you don't get those big mushrooms anymore no which i made hundreds of thousands of dollars i know (laughs) i could use it i need to go buy a ribbon for a million dollars i do need some ribbons as well because i'm 
a big contest head. Yeah, disappointing. Just like any food court. I hate food courts. I kind of love a food court. It's just like food being served up to slop around in the trough. Yeah, I don't need great. that. <laughs> you and I used to go to Bergen all the time. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about like a mall food court. Okay. Yeah. Not a trendy, cool new food court. Yeah, Bergen's great. Mauville Gym, Watson. The gym is like its gates. It pales in comparison to Roxanne's gym. Um, I don't remember what Brawlies even look like. <laughs> I'm still so like dazzled by Roxanne. Yeah, it's only Roxanne's. I don't care about this one. I didn't care about Brawlies. But you you fight a few, a few trainers. It's electric type, as the name implies. Um, and then you get to Watson himself, and um, you defeat him because you have a Geo dude. Oh uh, yeah. Well, he's got a Magnemite and a Voltorb and a Magneton. And some of us didn't have Geo dudes. Some of us. What do you mean? Maybe had a little trouble with Watson. Oh, you had some other rock type Pokemon that knew bulldoze and killed everything in one hit? No. Oh. Nope. I had a uh, Makuhita who had Force Palm, which is super effective on the Magneton and the Magnemite, except the Magneton and the Magnemite had a little routine where they would Volt oh, yeah. Switch They're Volt Switching into each the other. The Voltorb would get on and on it every now and then with me too, but I didn't kill everything in one hit. Watson had a. That was a lie. I'm Watson sorry. had a good strategy. Yeah, how are you? One hitting? I didn't one hit anything, but I did get through them really quickly. <sighs> the Magneton was tough, but uh, I don't know if you, you want to do kill count, level check. Uh, what order do you want these things in? Let's do, well, we've already started kill count. I'm up to four, so let's just finish that off now. And it sounds like you're up to four, you're up to three because you lost one um, earlier. and then lost one in the first episode. And now you've lost Charlize, your Pucciana, and um, Lady Gaga, your Electrike. So you're up to three. Yeah. I'm up to four because I lost Batterson's in this episode. So that's where we're at with kill count. Oh, no, 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 no. What? I'm up to four now. <laughs> After Watson. Oh, and you, and are you finally going to sing us your, yep. your eulogy? My Makuhita, Snooky. Another Italian. Was taken out by a Volt Switch. And then I had to just whack away at these steel orbs with my leaf blade on Grovile because that all that I had was Force Palm that was super effective. Oh, you know what you can do with all those steel orbs, Grovile? Stick them in your back. Yeah, well, then that wouldn't be approved, would it? <laughs> Sceptile's not approved by, on Bobby's list. So we lost, we lost some fine specimens this week. Mm -hmm. And... One of them was Lady Gaga, the Electrike, so it only seems fitting that I will give a eulogy in the style of Lady Gaga. Hold my hand, everything will be okay. I heard from the heavens that clouds have been gray. Pull me close, wrap me in your little paws. <laughs> I see that you're hurting, why'd you take so long to tell me you need me? I see that you're bleeding, you don't need to show me again. But if you decide to, I'll ride in this life with you, I won't let go till the end. So battle cry tonight but don't you let go of my hand 
You can battle cry every last tear And I won't leave till I understand Promise me, just hold my hand R.I.P. Puccina, R.I.P. Electric, R.I.P. Makuhita. Rest in petals. What a what a fucking bloodbath. I wrote this in honor of Electrike originally. The little pause. What a bloodbath. <sighs> I'm sorry for you. Let's do level check. Thank you. I'll go first, just to see you have time to recover. Yeah, I, I need to rest my rest my pipes. Admiral Squirt lost a couple Pokemon over the last couple episodes, so there's some new faces in the mix here. First up is Ursula, named after Ursula Le Guin. Crobat, level 23. That's beautiful. Man, that thing Good gets combo. to Crobat. How is it already a Crobat? Quick. What is it? Isn't it happiness? Oh, uh, you know what? It got massages at Oh, that like reflexology <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is. No yeah. wonder it evolved already to a Crobat. Jesus, level 23 Crobat? That's intimidating. Lobster Roll, Vigoroth, level 23. Whidbey, Lombre. Whidbey. Mm-hmm. Level 26. Wow. Sergeant Geodude, level 24. And let me explain Sergeant. Uh, yeah, Papa Cultura is more familiar with Sargento. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> Sergeant is S-A-R-G-E-N-T. And it's a small mountain outside of Bar Harbor, Maine, where you can wow. walk to the top or drive to the top and be one of the first people in the continental U.S. to see the sunrise every morning. What do you think of that? That's sweet. Yep. Well, I like it. Hercules Mighty Ana evolved, level 22. And of course, Scotty B pulling up the rear, Marsh Stomp, level 20. Pretty good. Pretty good. Solid levels. Papa Cultura isn't uh, quite there with all of them because he has suffered so many losses. Yeah, tough week. But he is still palling around with Steve Buscemi, who's a Grovile, level 25. Madonna the Swellow now. Very handsome. I mean, very beautiful. <laughs> Level 25. Nicki Minaj, Skitty, level 22. Just kind of like seeing what's going on. Not very good, but like I love Nicki Minaj and I can't really think of something better to swap in here and it hasn't been close to dying because I barely ever use it. So Yeah, see I want to see you bring that thing all the way to Delcat. What's it called? What if I... Delcaddy. Delcaddy. Yeah, let's get a Delcaddy in here. Is it just normal or does it turn fairy at some point? What is it? Delcaddy. I think it's just normal. But it learns some fairy moves. It's got fairy vibes, which honestly, yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say normal type with fairy moves would be kind of cool, but it's not at all. I mean, it gets some fairy moves, but it doesn't get stabbed from fairy because it's just normal. It should be normal and fairy. I mean, look at this thing. It would be fun for a fairy cat. All you need is a moonstone. You can get your hands on one of those pretty easily, right? Yeah, but then it won't learn any more moves. Well, obviously, you want to wait until the right time and i don't have a moonstone yet but i'm i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna get a delcaddy cool that was the trajectory i was on with masquerade until my surskits kept dying <laughs> well skitty has not run into any trouble yet unlike ariana grunt uh sorry ariana large loudred <laughs> level 22 who almost got killed uh by may also wow and loudred is not one that i could use um, in my gym battle. Because oh, I see. Loudred's not approved. No, not approved by me either. 
xCloud is. xCloud is not approved by me either, though, actually. Loudred is by far the worst of that line. Wismer is Loudred pretty bad. Is disgusting. Loudred is I terrible. I think xCloud's fucking cool. I think xCloud looks pretty bad still. And then um, one new one. When Papa Cultura was roaming around, he could not believe his eyes because he had just suffered the loss of Lady Gaga. Yeah. But then he saw who he thought was Stephanie Germanata. Oh, really? The actress? Yeah. Yeah. The actress. From A Star Is Born? Exactly. And that's one of his favorite films. Pretty dark movie. That's one of his favorites? It's about a man's like descent into alcoholism and then eventual he just he loves the performances and you know he's comfortable with wrestling with dark feelings because he knows that's what life's like papa culture has seen a lot of shit enlightened enlightened guy so he now has stephanie g uh stephanie germanata the electric level 18 new electric um and then that's it because snooki the makuhita level 21 just died so that's all he's got. Is this now the second week in a row that you've only had five Pokemon? Not in a row. This is the second week. You've but only it's had the second episode out of three <laughs> where I have had five. And how many have I had every episode? Uh, six. Yeah. Well, good luck. But our kill count remains is tied now at four. Yeah, so. I had a bad. I had a bad week. What was that last, last week? week? Right. I lost yeah. three. And I had a good week last week, but now I had a really bad week. So uh, that's it. We eventually got through Watson. We muddled through Watson. One of us muddled one through of us. the other one roll outed through. <laughs> uh, and we are onward, Joshua, to wherever we're headed next. The great unknown. Parts unknown. Strange new worlds. We are going to go to Verdant Turf Town. Yes. But it's just a stopover on our way to... Is Lava Ridge the next gym? Holy shit. What a fucking... What Wait, a goddamn leg! Is that this how is. long this leg is? Thursday is not going to be. I don't know if Thursday is even going to be. How far? I don't think that's going to be possible. We have to get through Fall Arbor Town. Is that a joke? All the way up to Lava Ridge Town. Lava Ridge is the next one. Where is Lava Ridge? We got to go from Mauville to Lava Ridge Town and a whole hell of a lot of places in between. Yeah, to take on Flannery. So uh, join us in in that tireless journey next week. <laughs> Up up the mountain, up the volcano. Hopefully you can make it. I believe in you. Maya people have survived Vesuvius, so. You didn't survive Pompeii, though. Well, it didn't. A lot of people died, but ultimately, I guess a lot Pompeii more is still people there. survived. Yeah. We made it through Vesuvius, so we'll make it through Mount Chimney. Joshua, bug catchers, that's it for the week. Our journey is over. Yes. This has been Experience Chariots Pokemon Podcast. I have been Carvaner, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Fjellectrike. Please do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts, and do rate and review us uh, on our Twitter and Instagram, at ExpSharePod. That's not what usually what I say, but I cut out a line there, and I think it fi- it's fine. Rate and review us. Actually, don't. That's going to suck. Mm, I don't like that. Well, let me f- pat- let me patch in the the part I missed here. Follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also go to the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where you can hang out with the rest of the bugcatchers. You can participate in the trainer of the week where you can battle us eventually, which we will be doing with Sleepy Shinji, perhaps even next week. But who could say? Soon enough. Soon enough. The winner of the X and Y season. 
And you can also support the show by buying some merch at expsharemerch.com. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. Oh, Josh, one more thing. Uh, what's that, Tim? We have a live show coming up in about a month oh. on September 17th in... I forgot about that. New York City at Caveat. Castilia City. We will be doing... No, real life New York City. A live show where we talk about the um, Game Boy Color game pokemon trading card game game two for game boy color two which is a japanese only japanese only release but we're gonna find a way to make it happen i think maybe i've already started my duolingo lessons so we'll see we only have about a month to get there so you can if you do want to join us for that oh right we should tell them where to get tickets you can buy tickets at bit.ly slash exp share live bit.ly slash exp share live and if you are not in new york city or you can't make it here we will have a live stream option as well so you can find that all on the site and we hope to see you there joshua bug catchers that's it good bye and uzarti dopo it's getting better smell you later